For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A promotional fee has been paid by the sponsor of this program for its editorial content. Statements, views, and beliefs expressed by the sponsor do not reflect those of WOKV or Cox Media Group. In the House with Ken and Jared is brought to you by Universal Roof and Contracting. Our Ask the Expert weekend continues with In the House with Ken and Jared. For all your questions on roofing, siding, and home improvement, call 340-1045. Ken and Jared at Universal Roof are ready to answer your questions. In the House on News 1045 WOKV. Hey, hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of In the House with Ken and Jared. I have been gone for the last couple of weeks. I had some uh, people filling in for me. Special thanks to Jim Sellers for filling in while I was out. I was out of the country. I actually went on a mission trip uh, to India, and uh, so I was not able to be here with you. Uh, but it was for a good cause, and uh, I had a I had a great trip. It was. Um, uh, it was interesting. You know, I just whenever I travel out of the country, I, I'm just always amazed by uh, by how great uh, our country is. And uh, uh, and when, in India, uh, especially uh, just, um, uh, you know, we just we just literally have uh, the best country in the world. And I'm just uh, I'm just so reminded by it uh, when I travel. Uh, India was a uh, was a great trip. I had um, gone with my pastor and uh, we had um, his father had uh, had helped start about 100 churches uh, in India. And uh, so we had gone there and, and uh, taught uh, a bunch of pastors and business people uh, about how to use uh, biblical principles in business. And and uh, it was a it was a great conference that we ended up putting on. And, and I appreciate your guys' patience in allowing me to to be out uh, to be able to do uh, to do that. It was a it was a great trip. Very, very grateful that I was able to go. Uh, the message uh, ended up uh, coming across the, the way that we wanted it to. I was grateful to be there, but I am very grateful uh, to be home. In fact, I actually I was uh, went to India, and then uh, my pastor is from Scotland, and so we were supposed to spend uh, four days in Scotland at the end of the trip. I uh, missed my family so much that I ended up coming back a few days early uh, um, uh, instead of spending some, some time in Scotland. But, uh, but I am back at it now, and I am here to answer your home improvement questions. Uh, the show is called In the House, all about home improvement and construction. If you have a project that you're working on and you want to know how to get to the next step, or if there's something in the house that you need to fix and you want to know how to get started with it, uh, this is the place to be, whether it's a structural question, electrical, plumbing, um, anything having to do with home improvement, you can give us a call. Numbers to dial here, uh, 340 340- 
1045. Again, 340-1045. Now, I own a business. It's called Universal Roof and Contracting. Uh, throughout the week, we help people with their roofing, siding, and window needs. And then every weekend, we come in and answer your home improvement questions. Now, uh, even though during the week, I only do roofing, siding, windows, uh, here on the show, I take all types of home repair questions. So I'm a licensed general contractor, uh, as well as a roofing contractor. I actually have a lot of background in uh, other types of uh, construction, remodels, additions, kitchens, baths. Uh, even though throughout the week we only help people with roofing, siding, windows, uh, on this show I can answer all types of home improvement questions. So if you have a uh, uh, leak somewhere, you want to know how to find it or how to stop it, or uh, maybe you're thinking about doing a drywall repair and you want to know uh, what's the best way to cut the drywall or what area should you stop or what's the best way to patch it or how do you float it or what kind of texture to use or uh, maybe you're thinking about removing popcorn, you want to know the best way to do it or maybe you uh, are uh, think about doing a remodel or an addition and you want to know uh, how to figure out if a wall is load-bearing, uh, really anything having to do with home improvement, uh, you can give me a call. Maybe you're thinking about replacing the floors uh, in your home. You want to know uh, what type of uh, wood you should use or what type of tile is better or should you go over the top or should you tear it down, really anything having to do with home improvement. Uh, I'll do my best to answer those questions. We do have some email questions that we'll want to get to this hour as well. If you want to email me a question, you can do that through the website. UniversalRoofJacks.com is my company site. Uh, our radio show site is InTheHouseShow.com. Uh, and so uh, you can go to either one of those sites and email me a question through that site. Un uh, questions at UniversalRoofJacks.com. And then I'll read that question live on the and then answer it. Um, but the best part of this show is really you, our great listener. So if you want to call, I'd be honored if you'd be part of the show. Number to dial 340-1045. Again, 340-1045 with your home improvement questions. All right, so... Um, I uh, want to point you to the website, uh, inthehouseshow.com. Uh, the, uh, I'm going to give the answer to last month's poll question. Uh, last month's uh, question on the website was, how many fires each year are estimated to be a direct result of the Federal Pacific panel breaker malfunctions? So Federal Pacific is an old uh, electrical uh, panel manufacturer. Uh, they have uh, are since out of, out of business, but um, the the panels were found to be defective. There was class action lawsuits, and um, but a number of homes still have them. And uh, so the last month's poll question was how many fires per year are caused as a result of those panels? Uh, the answer was 2,800. Approximately 2,800 fires per year uh, are, uh, are said to be attributed to the Federal Pacific uh, panel throughout the United States. And... Um, so that was last month's uh, poll question. Uh, we have a new question this month, uh, and the question is, how often do you clean out your gutters? Once a month, once a quarter, once a year, or never? Now, I'm not asking how, uh, how often you should clean out your gutters. Uh, I'm just curious how often people really clean out their gutters. Now, when I say you, I don't mean you exactly. I I mean a collective you. So for example, let's say that you don't do it at all, uh, but your spouse does, 
um, that counts as a you. Or let's say you and your spouse don't do it at all, but you've got a 16-year-old kid, uh, 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 and he goes up there and cleans it out. That counts as you. Or let's say that you have a friend or a neighbor or your lawn guy does it or you have a regular maintenance guy that comes in or a handyman that comes and does it. I'm just curious how often uh, people are cleaning out their gutters. And so um, if you could uh, answer that for me, I would appreciate it. Just go to inthehouseshow.com. And uh, down on the bottom right, there's an area where you click to answer the poll question. And again, it's how often do you clean out your gutters? Once a month, once a quarter, once a year, or never. And you can visit inthehouseshow.com to answer those those, uh, that poll question. All right, let's go straight to... um, uh, to an email question here. Uh, this says, should I replace my water heater with gas or electric? Uh, very good question. You know, I, uh, I'm i a big fan of, uh, of gas water heaters. I'm a big fan of tankless water heaters. Uh, and so I personally uh, would, would be more likely to replace it with a, a gas water heater. So uh, my current house, when I bought it, the uh, house was built in, in uh, 1977. Uh, I purchased it uh, in, um, uh, in uh, 2000 and, let's see, 2012 uh, is when I purchased it. And uh, it had an electric water heater. I was actually doing a, a remodel when I, brought the, when I bought the house. Uh, I know, surprise, I'm a contractor. I do remodels. And so, um, so I ended up uh, wanting to expand. Uh, uh, I converted it from a four-bedroom to a five-bedroom house, and I took kind of a, a weird hall area and uh, and um, and modified it so that that way um, uh, it was uh, closer to a bedroom. And then I took uh, the, the existing laundry room, uh, which was in the garage, and uh, converted it so it was put now part of the house. And so I was moving walls around. Well, the water heater was, uh, was smack dab in the middle of it. Now, the water heater was actually pretty new. It wasn't that old of a water heater, uh, but I was in the process of moving it. And also, at the same time, I knew that six months later, I was going to be doing my uh, the remodel of my kitchen, and I love uh, cooking with gas. I, I just think that uh, it cooks better. I like it better, and... Um, and then my fireplace, I love having a gas fireplace. Uh, in fact, um, uh, this morning, even though it's not that cold outside, I had a fire going uh, in my gas fireplace. I, uh, my favorite spot in my house, uh, I, I usually wake up in the morning and I'll, and I'll read, and I usually do it right by my fireplace. And many times I even turn the air conditioning on so that I can run the fireplace. Well, with a wood-burning fireplace, I don't – I. I just don't use it that much because I'm not going to go outside and cut the wood for a for a 20 minute fire, right? And so, but with gas, I have a remote control. I turn it on, and so I'll sit there uh, and read uh, by the fire uh, first thing in the morning. It's just uh, what I like to do. And so, um, so anyway, I but we don't have natural gas in my community, so I had uh, paid a company to come in and install a a propane tank. And so at the same time I was doing this remodel or addition, I, asked, I added the, uh, the gas logs to the, fu- to the existing fireplace. I removed my uh, electric water heater and installed a gas tankless water heater made by Renai. And then I uh, later on, uh, when I remodeled my kitchen, I ended up swapping out my electric uh, cooktop to a, uh, to a gas cooktop. So 
Having said all that, I am a big fan of the gas tankless water heaters. Uh, what I love about them is that, uh, one, if I'm not using it, it's not using any gas and it's not using any electricity. Um, uh, I, I'm not a big fan of waste, uh, and so if I'm not using it, I don't want to be using it. And most elect or electric water heaters, uh, the uh, the tank style, uh, that element is on all the time. It's heating the water all the time, so that that way, when you um, you know turn on your faucet, there's water there, hot water there, to be able to be used. With the um, on-demand or tankless style water heaters, you're only heating the water when you actually use it. Now, they do have electrical and gas versions of that. I'm not a big fan of the electrical uh, versions. Um, they use a lot of power, and they just don't work as well. I love the gas ones, though. And um, so that way, you're only heating the water when you need it, uh, and uh, the gas heats the water as it comes through. Uh, I have the Renai version, uh, which uh, does have an electric starter so that that way there's not a pilot light all the time. Uh, it's only turning on when it actually needs it. When it senses that the water flows through it, uh, that's when uh, it actually turns on. So it, it, it doesn't even have a pilot light on all the time. Uh, and uh, so I'm not using gas when I don't need it, and I'm not using electric uh, when, I, when I don't need it. I also have, I'm married, and I have three kids. And inevitably, uh, prior uh, to this, uh, with the three kids and, and the wife and myself, uh, whoever was the last to shower ended up uh, not having hot water. And uh, so with the tankless water heater, you have an unlimited supply. And so no longer did I have to yell at my kids about, um, uh, about that the, uh, everybody was out of hot water uh, and, um, uh, and that it couldn't be, uh, couldn't be used anymore. So, uh, so now, um, uh, now the, uh, uh, we have the tankless water heater. And so now I yell at them uh, for taking too long of a shower, but uh, just because they're wasting water, not because we're out of hot water. So I say yell. It's not really a yell. It's a, it's a, it's a firm discussion. But so I like, uh, so if, uh, so with the, the question, uh, should uh, you replace the water heater with gas or electric? Up to you. Doesn't really matter uh, to me. I personally uh, like uh, like the gas tankless water heaters. That's what I personally uh, would recommend. You also can look at a hybrid. Uh, uh, there's a hybrid water heater that uses. Uh, it's similar to a heat pump, where it uses the outside the heat from the outside air. Uh, and then has electric as a backup. Uh, you may want to look at those. The hybrids are pretty good as well. Uh, and usually what I will do is I will get a quote for each one and then make a decision on it. But uh, for my money, I personally like the gas tankless water heaters. All right. Uh, need to take a quick break. When we come back, Clay on the north side has a question about stucco. Anna wants to comment about the uh, defective electrical panels. Line open for you, 340-1045. You are in the house with Ken and Jared. Be right back. Hey, hey, welcome back. In the house with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered here. Number to dial, 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. Let's go to Clay on the north side. How are you doing today, brother? Hey, first of all, I'm proud of you for doing the uh, India trip. 
And then every time I come back into the country and they say, welcome home in Miami, it means a lot to be an yep. American and to, to live here. It's people don't, people don't get it. They don't travel. You know, the, I, uh, those, you know, what's amazing what's is, is that we hear about, you know, like the poor in our country and, and, and so many, and like, if you go to so many other areas, the, the poor in our country are better off financially than, than the wealthy in so many countries. I mean, like I, I mean, I was going to, um, you know, I went to some really bad areas in India, and then I went to what would be considered good areas <laughs> of of India, where like the wealthiest people live, uh, at least in the community where I was. And I gotta say that uh, that our poor uh, in this country are better off. And so it's, uh, I just, you know, I just, whenever I travel out of the U.S., I just, I'm just uh, amazed by the opportunity that we have here, you know, where it doesn't matter, you know, what your, uh, you know, who your parents were, uh, where you were born, you know, there is what your skin color is. There's just such great opportunity here. And to see, um, you know, the, how, uh, you know how some people just uh, don't take adv- advantage of it. It just uh, just breaks my heart. Yeah, I want to do a bumper sticker that says "America, the only country in the world where poor people are dying from obesity." <laughs> oh my, that's well and said, it, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Oh yeah, it is. It is true. Uh, well, thanks, so, Clay, um, for your call today. How can I help you? Hey, those federal panels. We yep. go into a lot of homes every week where a pump's burned up, the breaker never tripped, yep. a dryer has burned a hole in the you know, back of the wall where the it plugged in, breaker never trips. Yep. If you've got one, just you know, a couple of months get rid of it. You can take a picture with your phone, send it to a couple of different companies, they'll give you prices over the phone, it's usually about a thousand dollars to change. Yep. You just need to you need to get you just need to get rid of them. They're just you know, I'm not it's not a sales thing, they're just junk. They're just yep. And then my son's buying a house with stucco when the guy said, the uh, home inspector said, you have to take a wire. There's weep holes at the bottom of the stucco. I don't understand. You take a little coat hanger and open those up for the moisture Well, come out of the bottom edge. Yeah, so if we look at stucco, um, stucco over the top of wood frame is done over the is done differently than stucco over the top of block. So uh, with stucco over block, stucco is just adhered directly to the block. It's waterproof once you have paint uh, on it. But with um, uh, with stucco over wood frame, you have what's called uh, a secondary water barrier, and then you have what's called a drainage plane. So we know that the stucco is not waterproof by itself. It actually the water will get through the stucco so you're supposed to have house wrap and then um, uh, and then felt and then lath and then the stucco and then the paint so down what happened what is supposed to happen is is as the water gets through the stucco it gets on the secondary water barrier travels down and then when it gets down to the bottom where like a stucco stop is there's supposed to be what's called a weep screed and what it is is it's a, a flashing piece that has holes in it so that that way the water can actually drain out and so many houses are constructed where it does not have that drainage plane or does not have that weep screed and that's where a lot of the stucco defects that we end up that we're seeing throughout the entire state are coming from and so but the problem is is that it's not a matter of just drilling holes in the stucco stop Uh, it's it's actually much more intensive than that but let's continue that discussion do you mind holding on through the break really quick clay no it's fine 
All right, hold on one second. We've got to take a quick break for news. We'll be right back. Our Ask the Expert weekend continues with In the House with Ken and Jared. For all your questions on roofing, siding, and home improvement, call 340-1045. Ken and Jared at Universal Roof are ready to answer your questions. In the House on News 1045 WOKV. Welcome back. That's right. In the House with Ken and Jared, your home improvement questions are answered here. Uh, excuse my voice this morning. I'm a little bit under the weather. I was traveling the last couple of weeks and um, I didn't want to miss uh, today's show, uh, but um, I'm a little bit under the weather. Uh, so excuse if my voice crackles uh, or if I have to cough. Uh, so sorry about that in advance. Uh, before the break, we were talking to Clay on the north side. We were discussing uh, some stucco issues. So welcome back to the show, Clay. Appreciate you holding on thanks so where exactly is the um are the is is this stucco issue happening is it down at the at the base or or of the house down towards the ground the home inspector said they put a bead at the bottom of the house and then the guy stuccoed over it and you have to clean the little weep holes out house is built in 06 so it's right at 10 years old Okay, so as long as it has that weep screed there, yeah. so okay, so um, so yeah, that's actually that's good. A lot of times, even in '06, we have found uh, that it didn't have the that uh, that weep screed there. So if this one has it, that's good. So um, a wire brush, a lot of times, uh, is what I would try first. Uh, actually, I would try just a you know hard bristle brush first to clean those and then if that doesn't work then a wire brush and then if that doesn't work then you can just take a, a small um, a drill bit uh, that is the you know the uh, the size of the the weep screed and then just go in a little bit just to kind of reopen um, uh, that uh, that weeping area if it does get filled with any debris anybody with a stucco house should see if they have that and if it's and if theirs are open yeah <clears throat> yeah if it's um, uh, yes, for sure. So if it doesn't have the weep screed, it's not as simple as just um, uh, drilling holes in it. Uh, and I wouldn't necessarily recommend um, going in and do it, adding it unless there's some sort of issue first. Uh, you know, it doesn't make sense to tear into a wall and patch stucco if there's not a, a problem. But if people are starting to notice uh, either rust stains uh, around the joints or they're noticing cracking or separation in the stucco, then they should have it looked at by a professional. Uh, but uh, and if they uh, if they have an existing home, it'd be a good idea to go under there and look and see if it has those holes and see if those holes are open. If it has holes and the holes are just clogged, then they should do the brush wire brush and and drill thing. If it doesn't have those holes, then they shouldn't do anything. All right, cool. Hey, thank you and welcome home. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. All right, bye. All right, bye. All right, let's uh, let's see. Let's go to Kurt in Ocean Way. Kurt, how you doing today, man? I'm doing fine. How are you? Doing really well. Thank you. Okay. Um, getting some gutters installed on the outside of my house. It's a low-profile roof, 1971 house, and it didn't have any gutters maybe ever. And uh, finally getting gutters installed on it. And I noticed the fascia board in one corner is rotted from an enclosure I kind of had built on the outside. Right. Uh gutter installation is kind of at a halt until I can get this done. Yep. So now I'm just trying to figure out how best to 
go about finding somebody to really just replace a couple of fascia boards. Sure. Um, so I, I mean, we do that type of work. Um, I like hiring, in my opinion, I think it's a good idea to hire somebody who has roofing knowledge as well as carpentry knowledge, because sometimes you can replace that fascia without affecting the roof at all, and other times you actually have to remove areas of the of the roof um, in, in order to replace the fascia. And in general, roofers are not necessarily carpenters, and so you kind of want somebody that has both skills, uh, somebody who is both has roofing knowledge as well as carpentry knowledge. So we're both roofing contractors and general contractors. We have carpenters on staff, and then we have roofing technicians on staff. And, and so, um, uh, you know, so somebody either us or somebody like us, somebody who has carpentry and roofing skills is what I would recommend. Okay, and if I can, a quick question on the inside of the house. Yes, sir. I have a converted carport that's now my living room that I want to replace the carpeting in it because the dogs kind of made it bad. Sure. I want something waterproof. Uh, what are the best options to look at for that? Um, waterproof from water coming up underneath, or what is it that's your concern with the water? Um, well, right now the dog has had accidents i've soaked into the padding and you can't get rid of that and i want something where water won't soak down sure I, then i think that you would want something other than carpet um yeah you know, I, I mean i would i would have a tendency to use like a, a ceramic tile or a porcelain tile something like that the um there is outdoor carpet that is resistant uh, to moisture. It's designed where it doesn't have necessarily the same uh, padding issues and it doesn't have, it's not, you know, it's more of synthetic materials where it's more resistant to water, but it's also not as thick and plush and, you know, it's outdoor carpet. And so um, even commercial grade carpet uh, is more resistant to water, but it's still, it's commercial grade carpet. It doesn't have the heavy napping that are the regular carpet does so i would probably have me personally if i'm concerned about um uh, about uh moisture what i would do is i would use something more durable like a ceramic or porcelain tile and then if you want the softness of a carpet then i would i would do a um, uh, a carpet that is laid on top of it. In other words, you you can buy uh, less expensive, you know, throw rugs or larger carpets that you would buy that that are not necessarily that expensive. Where uh, you can either wash them, you you can remove them, take them outside, hose them off, uh, let it dry, and then put it back in where it's not necessarily permanently adhered. Uh, so that's what I would personally do if it were if it were my house. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, brother. And if you end up wanting to um, um, to call our office to get a quote on the uh, on the fascia item, uh, our office number is six four seven three nine zero seven. Again, six four seven thirty nine zero seven. And uh, we have uh, girls there at the office answering the phone and we do repairs all day long and so uh, we can send one of our techs out to give you a quote so okay that's great i think i'll do that thanks bud appreciate it yep bye
And whether it's a small repair or maybe you're thinking about uh, replacing your roof uh, or um, uh, you've noticed a leak somewhere or you had a leak before, you never got it fixed, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to wait till the rainy season uh, comes, uh, then give my office a call. It's uh, Universal Roof and Contracting. Our office number is 647-3907, of course, area code 904. Website is universalroofjacks.com. And then also we are um, uh, Jacksonville's uh, premier uh, siding contractor. So if you've noticed uh, small areas of wood rot around the outside of your home or if you noticed that your siding is just not in, in, in great shape, then you can uh, – um, we always give free estimates, and uh, we are uh, Hardy um, – James Hardy, Hardy Board uh, Siding Installers. Uh, and um, for more information, you can see our website, universalroofjacks.com, uh, or just give the office a call. Uh, we will uh, send one of our es estimators out to take a look at it. We always give free estimates. And uh, if you're thinking about changing the look of your outside of the home, we actually have designers on staff where we can take a photo of your home, and in three-dimensional design software, we can uh, – tell you what it would look like with lap siding and what it would look like if you wanted to do like shake uh, siding material and other where in in areas to actually change the aesthetics uh, of the outside of the home and we have designers on staff to be able to help with that uh, we have three-dimensional design software because uh, the siding really is a, a big part of the look of the outside of the home and Hardy also has what they call color plus uh, which is a uh, pre-finished product where uh, it is finished in the factory with co with factory colors to it, so that you don't actually have to paint it when uh, once it's installed. And it's called the Color Plus version, uh, and uh, we do that all the time as well. Uh, and I'd be honored to be part of your next project, whether it's a, a roof, a roof repair, or siding, uh, or windows. Uh, you can give my office a call at six four seven. 3907 again 647 3907 and we are having a special right now it's our february savings it's called beat the storm special and uh, if you call now for a free exterior inspection uh, you'll see save a hundred dollars off your roof repair or you can uh, have gutters uh, installed afterwards for free uh, up to 30 foot of gutters and downspouts um, you can have installed for free that's our february special and so you can call now six four seven three nine zero seven uh... for that uh, February special that we are doing. You know, this really is the best time of year to have those exterior projects uh, done. During the summer, it rains a lot. Um, uh, it's hard, the jobs last longer because uh, the work days are shorter because of the weather. Uh, and uh, the best time to have those exterior projects done is really this time of year. Uh, the, it's cooler for our guys outside. We don't have as much uh, rain in uh, rain delays. And um, uh, when we can get jobs done faster, that means that it's less expensive because uh, we pay our guys, right? And we we uh, if if it takes three days to do a job instead of two days to do a job, it that costs us more money to do. And so because of that, this time of year is actually less expensive than other times of year. So uh, if you give the office a call, again, we'd be honored to be part of that next uh, project that you're doing at your house. Again, 647-3907.
All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to have more home improvement talk. I've got an email question that I need to get to. Line open for you if you want to call me with your home improvement questions. The number's here, 340-1045. Again, that's 340-1045. This is In the House. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, welcome back. Final segment this week's In the House with Ken and Jared. Your last chance to call me this week with your home improvement questions. Number to dial is 340-1045. Again, that's 340-1045. Any type of home improvement question is okay. Uh, I own a business, Universal Roof and Contracting. Throughout the week, we help people with roofing, siding, and windows. Uh, But any type of home improvement question is good with me. Uh, I'm a general contractor, so uh, anything is is really all right. All right, let's go uh, to the phones. Let's talk to, is it Wit? Is that how you pronounce your name? It's Whit. Hi, hi, Whit. How are you doing? Doing fine, bud. Good. How can I help you? Well, I thought I'd go call and let you know the uh, fellow who called in with uh, dog urine problems in his yes. carpet. Yes, he sir. Can use, he can use the rubbing alcohol, 90%. You can buy it at the drugstore and soak the carpet, throw it out through the pad and let it dry out, and he will get rid of his uh, urine odor. That is a great tip. Have, I assume that you've had to deal with that yourself? Yeah, I picked up a carpet one time that had cat urine all through it. Coated it, soaked it down with, with the uh, rubbing alcohol, no no odor anymore. Sounds good. Thank you, Whit, for that. Uh, appreciate it. Let's go next. the bacteria in the carpet. Say that again? It kills off the bacteria in the carpet. Very good. Great tip. Uh, We have the smartest listeners in the world here uh, on News 104.5 WOKV. Thanks, Whit, for that. Appreciate it. Let's go to Bob in Mandarin. Bob, you're in the house. How are you doing today, man? Hey, just fine, thank you. Quick question for you. Uh, We've got a house built in 78 that's got T111. It's Mm -hmm. uh, kind of a big house. I was wondering if you can put uh, stucco on top of it. Um, you can. Uh, I personally wouldn't recommend it. Um, uh, T111 is considered an exterior grade plywood. So by by law, by the rules, by code, you're allowed to. If there's any rot, you have to remove the rotted sections. Um, uh, and then you would do a house wrap over the top. And then you would do um, uh, the paper, the the felt, and then the lath, and then the stucco. But the issue that you're going to have is that the windows are set back to the to where the T111 is, and so trying to flash that properly is really difficult. Uh, you'd have to do a special trim piece. Um, and so usually I do not recommend stuccoing over the top of the T111. And actually, over wood frame, I would recommend uh, hardy siding way over uh, stucco. The problem that we have with stucco over the top of wood frame is that there's a huge amount of defects right now having to do with stucco and the proper waterproofing of it. And um, I had uh, on the radio show um, a couple years ago, one of the guys who actually wrote the specs for the state when it came to the install of stucco over the top of wood frame and um, asked him how to properly install in, install stucco where you never have issues over the top of wood frame, and he was not very confident about it, and this is the guy who wrote the specs. So what I just kind of issues do you have? So it, um, 
with with stucco over block, the st the stucco is waterproof. When it comes to to the wood frame, uh, the water will always get through the stucco. So you have to have what's called a drainage plane. And so okay. the, the problem the problem is not in the main body of the stucco; it's around transition areas. So at the bottom, you have to have what's called a weep screed, where the, where the water can actually drain back out on the outside of the stucco. And so then you have to have so many expansion joints because the expansion and contraction of the wood, um, it's uh, it expands and contracts differently than the cementous material of the stucco. That's and so, not a good idea. Yeah, so I wouldn't. I personally would not do stucco. I would recommend uh, siding instead, and Hardy makes the best siding on the planet. So that's the, like the concrete T one eleven. Yeah, exactly. It's cement fiber, and um, uh, and it's way better than than in my opinion, way better than stucco. Now I do both, so it doesn't hurt my feelings either way. I mean, I've got stucco guys on staff, and I have siding guys on staff. Okay. And so, um, so it doesn't hurt my feelings either way. We do stucco all the time, but I can tell you, I'm involved. I've I've replaced million millions of dollars of stucco that was done wrong, millions yeah. of dollars of stucco that was done wrong. So okay, answered my question, and I thank you very much. No problem. If you want a quote for that, just give my office a call. It's six four seven thirty nine zero seven. And we'd, we'd love to be part of that project with you. And we'll give you a quote both ways. You know, again, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I do stucco. It's just that for my money on my house, I would, I personally uh, would use would use hardy siding. I think it's the best. So okay. thanks. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Uh, all right. Let's go to Richard in Orange Park. Richard, you're in the house. How can I help you? Yeah, so I've got a portico shear on the front of my home, and the uh, person that installed it years ago, I don't think they put a steep enough pitch on that roof because I have puddling on the top, mm -hmm. and it's bleeding through and, of course, rotting the wood underneath. What, I'm wondering, what, can I jack up the corner posts and either raise one side or lower the other side to create a steeper pitch? So... Um what pitch? What type of material is on it? What type of roofing material? It's a it's a single roof. Okay, so what you want to do is you first want to figure out what the existing pitch is. How pitch is measured is what's called rise over run. So if you go to the home improvement store, they have what's called a clinometer or a pitch meter, and then you can figure out exactly what the pitch is. Uh, in order to have shingles on it, it has to have a minimum of a 212 pitch. So for every 12 inches that it travels horizontally, it rises a minimum of 2 inches. That is the minimum for shingles. If it's less than that, then either you have to modify the pitch or you have to replace it with a different type of material. Now, we have seen where you can either lower or raise one side of it, uh, where, um, where you can modify the pitch, uh, but you just have to be cautious that you are, one, making sure that it's structurally sound afterwards, and then two, uh, you want to make sure that it is re-adhered or reattached uh, properly so that you don't have problems in the future. Um, the easier solution is probably just to replace the shingles. If it doesn't have enough pitch, replace the shingles with a material that is designed uh, to have a lower pitch than the 212. Most common is called modified bitumen. If you want us to take a look at it, our office number is 647-3907, our company, Universal Roof and Contracting. Thank you so much for that question. Thank you to all of our listeners today. We do appreciate it. Show's called In the House every Saturday morning. If you want to give me a call at the office, 647-3907, visit the website, universalroofjacks.com or inthehouseshow.com. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. See you.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.